Hello, Annie Trenders. It is I, James, back once again. And by once again, I mean you heard me last week, but I'm just really excited to be back on the podcast more consistently. Joining me this episode is our usual co-host. It's Nick. It's Nick and Nico, same person. Uh, probably different personalities. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I don't figure that out. I don't know what I was going for there, but that was a really, really chewy intro. Oh, God. That was a... How how fitting for um for an anime podcast that you would revert back to some chuny introduction, or maybe it's like in some some days it's like if I'm Nico that means that like I just become the smaller Nekoified version. Yeah, Neko Arc Nico. Have you have you been seeing all of that? Like, dude, we're at like this revival of Neko Arc Funny Cat memes. And I am so excited. So for it. prevalent. That people like, like hate Neko Arc now. Like Neko Arc is, quote, the Joker for weebs. <laughs> I thought it was minions for weebs. Minions for weebs or the Joker for weebs. I've I've seen both both comparisons because it's kind of like the lol so random. And to an extent, yeah. it, it kind of is. And then I saw a lot of like minion Neko Arcs recently. Um, I was like, that being said, though, like, I mean, the main reason is just because it, uh, Neko Arc is finally a playable character in the, in Melty Blood Taiku Minia. Um, yes. Also with Nash One of the greatest well. editions. Oh yeah. my god, dude. I was so waiting to play this game from this. Um, it, it's actually really funny, um, just what the character has kind of done for the game. Um, yeah because to kind of understand what's going on in there you have to kind of understand like where anaplex's financials are um this game has pretty much been a hundred percent funded by all of the fgo shenanigans that have been going on for like the last couple years so, so much has probably been because of fake grand order money yeah yeah infinite dollars uh that they're basically able to fund like huge high quality game uh, whole year the dlc is free by the way there's very few fighting games i think that um won't... have that kind of yeah exactly have that so like they don't even care if like the game isn't profitable it's just hey let's just put all this uh profit that we have from other games into this and yeah so they, they just added mash and neko arc what you can play is mash and melty blood now yes mash also got added that got way oh overshadowed gosh. by um, by neko by arc. neko arc. i mean yeah saber was already in the game on release but yeah, yeah neko arc and mash are like new additions they, they added like one other character um but yeah it's it's all like there's a little bit of the the fate fate crossovers just because of the type moon universe um, yeah it's like how um i don't play fate grand order uh the japanese server but um Archeroid got added to FGO, mm-hmm. so uh, somebody. I remember seeing a, a screenshot that I one of our friends sent into the into our FGO chat, uh, which was basically something like "This feels like Smash Bros." or whatever, and it was a lineup that was Shiki and Archeroid and uh, Saber, like the three of them in the front lineup. Yeah, dude, that's like that's pretty sweet. Like, good crossover. Yeah, um, it's so funny though because like there's a um, there's a guy in the fighting game community. Um, he goes by his screen name uh, Majin Obama. He posted this one tweet or like a clip of himself at an arcade game, 
and he's just like drunkenly ranting like dude we're, we're here people are finally talking about this like they're talking about like melty blood um quote people are actually playing in quote a wi-fi tournament that's supposed to be just all neko arc like so to figure oh, out who's so the most alpha, like like Wi-Fi is okay, not just like a wired connection. <laughs> so who is the most powerful Mecha? Who's the most powerful Mecha? And so he's just ranting. He's like, "We're finally here. We're coming a long way." And he's just like, "While well, you guys are playing, like I'm the boots on the ground funding this the seed." And he just drops ten dollars right into the FGO arcade machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I have to send you that clip. No, I was I was losing it. It was so funny. Um, there was. Um, Oh, I thought I saved it in my bookmarks. I guess I didn't. Uh, there was a... Um, oh, it was uh, because of all like the NekoArk stuff that got added. Uh, NekoArk's profile like on some of the Type Moon official published content has been updated. Which is really funny because they made like NekoArk's birth date technically a day before actual like Arcroid, which means that NekoArk is technically the original. <laughs> uh, but if you compare like some of the old neko arc profiles with the new one it's like good job neko arc you've learned more about yourself because like the the before it was like you know character you know name age and then gender and the first time it was question mark and then on the new one it just says cat <laughs> so neko arc has gone on a journey of self-discovery <laughs> yeah exactly and this is the canon is so wild in Melty Blood, though. I mean, it's like a reborn, like, kind of new form Neko arc. Like, I, I don't know, dude. It's it's a wild. Like, I have no time to explain. I need, I need, uh, Makoto Uezu to come back to the United States so I can get a second autograph from him and actually have him draw me a Neko arc now. That is still, like, one of the greatest. I'm gonna, for longtime listeners, you've heard me complain about this before, which is very much me. Being like, oh, I got an autograph from one of the people that I like, but it wasn't the exact thing that I wanted because I couldn't recall it from my brain at that one instant. Which is, as far as complaints go, one of the bougiest ones to have. But <laughs> I still think about yeah. it a lot. And for people who aren't familiar, like Makoto Oezu is like did a lot of the writing on some of James's favorite shows too. Like you like like Arpeggio Blue Steel, Arpeggio Blue Steel, and Carnival Phantasm. Yeah, like, dude, like are the two big ones. Mm-hmm. But he also did series composition um, on a couple other shows. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, he's a really, really good series composer. Like, his his work is really good. Um, he works with, whenever he works with a particular uh, director, Kishi Seiji, those two work really well together. And so the two of them have, have made some really good uh, content. He actually came back to do series composition for Fate Grand, uh, uh, the, um, Fate Grand, Fant- uh, Grand Carnival. Yeah, uh, the mm-hmm. the FGO version of Carnival Phantasm that, if memory serves, is now available to stream in the United States. Uh, yeah, it's so which good. It's been like two years, but it's finally available. I cannot wait to watch it. I should message Oezasan and let him know that it's available because he and I are Facebook mm-hmm. friends, but we don't <laughs> talk very much outside of like Happy Birthday and Happy New Year. So. <laughs> so, anyways. Just so you know, for the record, we liked the funny cat before it was, before cool, it was cool and not cool to also like the funny cat. Um, yeah. So don't add us, but this is a very important, uh, it's, it's really important to me. It's, it's <laughs> on yeah. A, <laughs> on a, on a, on a, on a spiritual, yeah, spiritual and personal level. Uh, but I, yeah. I can't wait. I hope, 
I hope the rest of the cats uh, of the rest of the Neko's get uh, some spotlight because there's Neko Art Chaos and Neko Art Bubbles. Yeah, like in the uh, past, I want to say that in past Melty Blood there was a Neko Art Chaos because that's yeah. like one of the bad guys from Melty Blood. I don't know if like the Sukihime reboot would give reason for that particular character to come back. Like, I, I don't know because I, again, I can't play it because it's not legally available and I'm like, I just need an English translation of we just gotta we just gotta go to japan Easy. i know but like the craziest thing from recent announcements was that they were doing a, they were actually going to localize um the other nasu work uh, which on the holy night yeah 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 they had an announcement uh, at the aniplex of america panel at crunchyroll expo they talked about it i don't think they gave they gave like things are clearly progressing because there's a lot of content that's like very obviously like okay they've been making work on translation mm-hmm. and getting the formatting correct and everything i don't know if they gave a release window for it though i think they just said like soon, soon. yeah like it'll, it'll take a while because there's a lot of translation work on that and like they're doing i think i think it's a yeah and they're doing like the full remaster so i think it's getting like n- the graphics are getting updated in a couple of things so yeah that takes time and i know nasu is like the writer is like notorious for his like like he, he's one of the main reasons like why they couldn't do a localization he was just really strict on like um he's a perfectionist don't don't mess with my words and then he's also yeah. the same person who wrote all the lost belt six and it's just like man just insane novels written yeah every um, time every time nasi is in charge of a chapter in in fate grand order people are like oh i'm dying emotionally inside this hurts yeah it's, it's real good it's crazy though like again like this is like another project that has been 100% funded from the FCO success that you just get all these Nasu spinoff work. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm here for it. So everyone just keep putting money into the FCO uh, machine. I, I thank you for your sacrifice. Hey, are you not still playing? I thought you... Uh, I You log in like once every I log months, in once five star every three months. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because I just get the free quartz. I do my roll. I have God tier luck because it's like I roll the five star... And then I just don't level it. I just was like, oh, that was fun. That was a fun 10 roll. You roll the five star, flex on everybody else in the group chat, and then leave. Yeah, because everyone in the group chat's like actually spending money or actually grinding and playing the game to like get the same courts. I'm just getting like the apology maintenance courts. And yeah. like, so I've already gotten Caster Artoria. I've gotten the uh, Berserker Musashi. I've gotten. Um, who else did I just get? There was a four star on like one of the last banners that I'd like, I logged in like last week just to. Oh gosh. You'd have to describe what they look like and I'd be able to tell you, but I can't just be like a four star. Uh, I think it was not Shuten Doji, Ibaraki Doji. And then oh, Ibaraki was... Doji, the Banana Oni. The, I think uh... Banana Oni and then somebody else. But the, the point is, is that like, I don't, have a plan on when i log in i just am like just do i just get struck with like what i'm gonna call divine inspiration so like my brain is like i should roll right now i'm feeling really good about it and then it just ends up happening you are basically like an enlightened gotcha player like you still play like there's there's gotcha enlightenment which is like have you seen the movie war games no but i'll pretend i oh, did but okay so it's really funny because there's like a I don't think that many people watched it, but um, I, there's a scene at the very end where the supercomputer basically looks at like it's the like nuclear war. It's like interesting. The only correct move is not to play, and that's typically the conclusion a lot of gotcha players reach. Is like the only way to win at gotcha is to not play the gotcha. But you apparently have managed to find a different solution. Yeah, like I get my addiction 
kind of cured a little bit. It's like having that occasional hit. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't really have my white whale available. Like, like for example, if like Ryogi Shiki Saber was available like year round again, yeah, I I would be playing nonstop trying to get Ryogi Shiki Shape Saber. That's like the one servant that I'm like I really, 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 really want her in my lineup, even though she's not actually good as good. as a five star. Um, but yeah, her her event came and went and then the re you know the rerun came and went so yeah that, that, i guess i'll, I'll spend ten dollars at new year's every year like a clown no you're you're paying into the make other type moon things fund but i don't want that it's i want to just watch it anyways the main yeah i was like anyways the main thing is spend money on fco and then you get to fund shows and games and properties that i really enjoy so thank you uh, spend money for nick's pleasure <laughs> yes yes please and so from there let's go into the top 10 anime for the week on our the chart check. check a whole like 10 minutes into the into the episode yeah all righty um uh, so this is the chart check for week six uh the summer season in first place we have uh Licorice recoil in second place we have call of the night in third place, we have Classroom of the Elite Season 2. Uh, in fourth place, we have Summertime Rendering. Uh, that's one of the like weird Disney Plus jail shows. Um, then, so also technically in fourth place is Shadow's House Season 2. In fifth place is Maiden Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Sixth place, a new entry, is Vermeil and Gold. Uh, seventh place is my stepmom's daughter is my ex. Eighth place is engage kiss, and ninth place is overlord four, and in tenth place is is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon four? It it probably uh, is wrong. Um, it is wrong. Well, it depends. How I, old are the girls? How old are you? Is it consensual? I, you know, the are you specifically going into a public space, aka the dungeon, to? to do that that's kind of weird you know it's like uh, isn't that basically bar culture uh for some people i mean yeah but like for a bar it's more established in some cases socially whereas i don't think dungeons are necessarily like my first priority in uh yeah that would be kind somebody of somebody like... new it's like it's just not appropriate you know it's like yeah there everybody's there to work it's like that it's like the office flirt who everybody is like, come on, dude, just do your job. Yeah, like, like it's not, not appropriate. Which one was Vermeil and Gold? That was... Uh, so Vermeil this, this... and Gold is... Uh, it's. Um, I have not watched it. I've read some of the manga, which you'll find is a recurring statement I will be making. Uh, but uh, it's about... It's, it's a fantasy show about a guy that can't summon a familiar, and then he summons a demon, and it's a Bustio Nason type character. Uh, so it's kind of... Uh, I'll, I'll use the word erotic, but in a, like... It's etchy, right? That... Etchy, there we go. That's that's a more appropriate, that's slightly, you know, a slightly lighter tone to it. Um, it's an etchy fantasy comedy show, but it's got some, like, serious stakes based on the manga. I don't know where this episode is uh, yet for the anime, but um, there, you know, just people get impaled. There's, you know, there's the... They don't skimp on on the blood and and some violence, so it is it is it's one of those kind of shows. Mm. I also see that from the list it says uh, 
uh, Maya Uchida plays the uh, the big Onesan demon. So that's a uh, that's pretty funny. Okay, well uh, that's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, I'm I am laughing though at the uh, Classmate Elite drop down one spot. Call of the Night is up to number two, where it ought to be. Uh, in my yeah. opinion, that's it is. It's a good show, but it is hard to say that it's better than uh, Rico, uh, Rico Rico. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, this is this is a show that's probably my opinion, but unfortunately, my opinion also aligns with the facts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there we go. But yeah, so it just means that your opinion is the correct opinion. I mean, it always is the correct always opinion, correct. but this time reality reflects it. Yeah, exactly. And thank you, thank you, viewers. Um... I don't know if there's anything else to discuss from here. I mean, it's like Licorice Recoil, five weeks, dude, at number five one. Five weeks, it's so. is a good show. Especially, again, I haven't I haven't watched it. I, I said I would watch it over the weekend, and then I didn't, because I, uh, I, I didn't. Um, it's so cute. It's, like, cute. It's got action. I heard, it, I heard its tone has gotten a lot more intense, though. They released that new key visual. You know, it looks like, it looks like there's going to be a tonal shift a little bit, but also based on some of our tweets that I've seen... It hasn't lost its comedy. Like, there's that thing of the, like, here is a dish that they serve at the cafe that looks like a turd. But everybody's comments on the, like, Twitter posts are like, no, this is actually delicious. Yeah, it was really, that that, that was, like, I think one of the last episodes. So, like, yeah, they're, it's kind of, like, balancing life working at a cafe that's also, like, a front for, like, one of the subdivisions of the secret police. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it has its moments that I think is really funny. Like, from the comedy moment, there's a side character, uh, Kurumi, who's a small, uh, gremlin hacker girl. Yes. And so there's at least one part where, like, like she kind of makes, like, the funniest noises when she eats food. She's like, yeah, the... You're just like, wait, what? Like, like the sound design on that, like, made me laugh so hard. Or there's, like, one part where you think, like, someone got sacrificed. Because she, since she's, like, kind of, like, the navigator role, it's like, she's just like, yeah. oops. Well, so and so may have lost their life, but at least they got us valuable information. And it turns out they didn't die, but it was just like in that moment, even though she's like small, very childlike, probably didn't care that her like comrade got killed, possibly. Yeah. But it was just like that that funny. Um, it showed it's the gap. It's, yeah, it's it's, the, it's like, just a really funny tone, I guess, from the show. And I think the other characters kind of fit into that really interesting niche um, that make like a lot of the characters very likable. Um, yeah. I, I keep getting uh I, Quark's like new favorite sticker in the Discord is the the Sakana uh the fish sticker that he uses all the time now from the aquarium episode. Oh yeah yeah yeah. We're talking now. Does the fish pose? It's pretty cute. Yeah. Sakana. <laughs> I mean, it's a it is is good show. One of the I keep bringing up my sister uh because mostly because she's watching more shows than me, but also because her her like. The shows she likes, sometimes it's like, all right, yeah, I can understand why you would like this show. But then you'll have her try to watch something that is very similar. And she's like, no, I don't like this. And I'm like, you know, she's hard to do recommendations for. And so I find her to be just an endless source of entertainment and mystery. And so she's enjoying this, which automatically means like, good job. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's like at its core, there's a lot of like the anime moe kind of going on. But I think yeah. from the beginning, it he's kind of mild in tone from there. Like it, it kind of establishes more off the bat. Like, Oh, this is that it's funny because it's, you know, cute girls in the violence. Um, yeah. Uh, and like the actual violent parts are pretty hard too. like in some of the, the more violent scenes like are, are pretty out there. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, it might not necessarily draw every blood splatter, but at least it's like enough in like kind of seeing the pain or like what, what's going on there to be like, oh, this yeah. is actually like a tough action sequence. And there's a lot of weight, I think, in the movements on it mm-hmm. that um, doesn't make it just 100% seem like Chisato or Takina are just like kill bots, you know? Um, it kind of yeah. kind of adds a little bit of that that tacticalness to it, and there's a lot of thought, I guess, even put into like the the weapons and how they move. I, I wonder if like all the animators just got to fire a bunch of guns like at a range or something in Japan for fun to like that get their been, information because like yeah, it's really like some of the shots like but that because I'm not really too big of the like gun person like that's not me and like I don't know too much on that but there's enough that like when you are told like kind of like looking in certain ways on how things are animated. Um, you, you can kind of see some of the references that they had to use um, to get some of those shots. Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Anyway. Watch this show this weekend or tomorrow. I or, Yeah, I don't um, know. It's, it's on the docket. I don't think I have that much on Friday if I can get my Thursday together. I've been, uh, I've been going to bed really, really late, and it's been affecting my ability to function as a person, and it's really catching up to me today. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to try to make myself a regular human being on friday uh friday afternoon yeah. friday night and it kind of feels bad because this episode almost is gonna feel like me dropping one demand for james after another because uh this week's episode we're gonna be talking about some of the new and upcoming anime movies that i got to watch and am really pumped for um and really really recommend uh two specific titles coming out I don't know when some of them are out, but I have no idea. I've gotten the emails going like it's available, and then I looked it up, and it went not where you live. Oh no! I got the yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's there's two movies that have been coming out. I know if if somehow this episode comes out and like it's a weird like time in the U.S. where the theatrical run has been happening. Um, if there is still a chance to watch this movie, you need to go watch Inu O. Um, yes, translates to Dog King. Um, and it is the latest movie from Science Saru, um, and it's the first uh, director uh, director for um, Masaki Yuasa since uh, was it uh, Japan Sinks twenty twenty? I want to say it was I his think last so, yeah. one. Yeah, or was it Azuk? No, no, Azuk no, came uh, out before. Was uh, Anyong Choi? I think was the director for. Oh, Anyong you're Anyong. right. Yeah, because Anyong Choi was more involved in that one in in Yurei Deco. We did a we did an interview with her. Fucked mm, it, mm-hmm. I think. So we should pull that one up then. Refresh that. We'll put it in the uh, we'll put it in the notes. Yeah. So Inu O is like hard to describe as a genre because it's like five or six different kind of ideas built into this movie, but it kind of comes together to be essentially a rock opera set in the like period following the fall of the Heike clan in Japan. So it's ancient, it's Japanese history. Um, uh, for those of you who haven't watched the Heike story, uh, which was also conveniently uh, animated by Science Saru in the, 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 in the Heike story, which is great, great anime. Um, yeah, so it follows basically the, the time period in Japan after this massive civil war where um, essentially the Heike have been wiped out as a clan, but like their influence is still kind of there. Like people still remember them because they had been around, um, probably 40, 50 years after that. And so the new Shogun is kind of, um, trying to unite Japan under his own single rule. Um, but 
there's kind of like a lot of lingering ghosty spirits of the past you know like 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 the, the dead won't stay dead or, or their spirits are restless because again like massive war a lot of people died uh crazy stuff from there um so i actually was really appreciative of that like i was i watched the heike story beforehand because like th- that anime i think really helped me kind of get a sense of uh kind of like where Japan was at at that point. Cause again, it's like ancient legends and history. Um, and one of the themes, I guess, from Heike's story is that a lot of the storytelling is done through music through such as uh, Biwa priests um, often are blind because it's usually like their only profession at the time. And so essentially it is like, they kind of work as musical orators. And so they're, they're preserving the spirits and the stories through their music. Um, and that's one of the big themes, I guess, within Inuo and why it kind of ties into this rock opera. Um, because then following main character, I f- oh God, what was his name? I'm drawing a blank on the name. I have to get, I got to look it up. Main character song. Got it. Yeah. Tomona, who conveniently grows up. He's, he's from basically the, the area where the Heike ended up all dying in their last battle. Um, so he, because of a, a mysterious thing, he becomes blinded at a very young age. And so that's kind of how he gets involved in the, um, the Biwa musician, um, yeah. lifestyle. So at that point he then meets basically like, I mean, like a very, very like cursed child, also known as Inuo. Um, so he's basically like kind of treated like he is a liberal dog based on his appearance. Like he's, he wears a gourd mask because his original appearance is so horrifying. Um, he has monstrous proportions, like his, his left arm, he's much longer than his right. Um, so he's just, he's just kind of like a, essentially a monster. Um, and at one point it's kind of realizing that like, maybe he's actually like this because of the spirits, um, themselves. And so there's kind of like this mix of like, um, Tomona has a really good sense of music and Inuo has this really cool sense of dance, like always wants to be a dancer at his father's, um, basically his dance dojo. Cause his father is essentially the, um, big, like the big premier, uh, music place in all of Japan. Gotcha. Um, I see, but he's disowned because he's just so hideous. Like, it's just like the father is so crazy. He's also voiced by Suzuki Ken, by the way. Um, the father's voice by yeah, Suda Ken, yeah, so angry. Um, and also, Eno is also voiced by Queen B. So, like, there's this this point. Oh, where, like the 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 musician. Yeah, yeah, and that that's where it kind of goes into like why the music is so good because um, at that point it's like it's like Tomina and Eno um, are basically forming their own music um, dance group, kind of like doing their own performances. Um, kind of like as an underground way of basically uh, telling new stories about the Heike that maybe the public didn't yeah. know, like kind of like introducing new songs instead of like the more accepted, um, like the accepted songs that were performed. Cause like, it's not like the, you know, the, um, the Heike were erased from history, but it was always like, it had been 50 years. So there really wasn't new stories to write about. Um, yeah or talk about it's just it's the same old stuff so it's kind of like they're using this as a way to show the new stories that the spirits have been telling them and kind of like it's framed in a way that 
um, mirrors how rock and roll music was originally brought to Japan. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's the part where this movie gets nuts because it's like you have this initial buildup and then probably about uh, 30 to 40 minutes of the movie is all like music like song and action at the same time so you just it's just so spectacular in like the visuals and the sound design at that point the singing and songwriting on both parts is amazing like i really highly recommend just i'll I'll, I'll send a link maybe to like the spotify um album that's out right now oh nice yeah because like wow like that that's the part where it was like i i can finally kind of see it all come together at this point because it's like there's a lot going on because it's just like you have on one hand um it's like political drama. On the other hand, you have like literal ghosts and spirits and curses. And on oh another God. hand, you have like this whole music drama. Um, and then because it's like it, it all kind of comes together in like a lot of the same formats that like if you ever are familiar with like rock opera tropes of like kind of like being yourself and fighting the man, you know, like the man's yeah. trying to bring you down like that, that whole that whole stuff kind of happens there because it's like. From the new emperor's perspective, he's like, you know, we don't really need these new songs because, you know, like, I've already... The Heike, yeah, I've like, already done... The Heike are gone. I We literally conquered them. Like, they are... Like, let's let them not still be in the hearts of people. You know, it's like, it's a threat to my rule as I'm trying to unite this country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like... Yeah, there's a there's a lot going on on it, and then it really really blows my mind. Like watching a lot of the sequences, um, because it's like you're basically watching like a stage show within an anime, and then even in the anime, it's like they're doing kind of like rock and roll tropes of like stage lighting, but using like like old lanterns old, or stuff, like lanterns for the stage lights and making flames shoot up, and it's just like it's nice. so funny how it all like kind of. It's supposed to be like directly euphemism for rock music, and like the, mm-hmm. the music does become rock because at that point it's like even to like the Hague, the Biwa priest, they're like, oh my god, he is like this this Biwa player is like totally disrespecting our profession. He's like dressing like a woman now because of like his rock and roll getup. Yeah, wow, it's all the same things that all the angry old people said when rock and roll was super big back a couple decades ago. Yeah, exactly. It's like same, same, same concept. Um, I'm, I'm even just gonna link you to the trailer. Like, there's a I'll, I'll give it a watch. Uh, yeah. In a bit. yeah, but uh, just have that kind of going at the end, just as a. But yeah, no, visually it's impressive because um, again, like I think one of the things that also struck out like were sequences that are from Tomo's perspective because he is blind. So like, but he wasn't blind at birth. So there's some moments where it's like the the camera shifts to like POV uh, from Tomina and it's yeah. like kind of like this brushstroke style that changes. So it's like all the visuals he's seeing is just what he's imagining from the sound design. And like, there's just a, like, again, like there's just a beautiful mix of just like all of the, um, the visuals and, and design. I think the other key part as like a last point from Yuasa is that I think it fits that like dark moody vibe, but also like kind of joy. I felt like when I last watched like devil man Crybaby, yeah, that I haven't got sit from like any anime since then. And like, I think Inua really scratched that itch and that's kind of like why I've been so uh, high on it because 
it's like wow i like i've been waiting for this show from like science hour for so long it's like i i love the studio i'm a huge yeah. fan and like some some shows are better than others and like some of the ones that were like in the top i mean like kaiba or tatami galaxy and devil man are like some of the main three or even ping pong the animation because that's the other key thing is that um the character uh, Taiyo Matsumoto, uh, the mangaka and designer for Ping Pong the Animation, um, mm-hmm. also did character design and uh, for, for Inuo, which is why oh, nice. you could see kind of like the, the visuals from it. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to watch it. Um, <laughs> I got the I got the I got the email that's like, hey, you should watch this movie, and I said that's excellent. I will watch this movie. And then I put in my current location, and it said, check back later to see if any's coming up. And I'm like, hmm, maybe they just haven't released the dates yet. So then I typed in San Francisco, and they went, we've got three showings near you. And I went, oh, okay. And then I typed in Boston, Massachusetts, and they went, we've got two showings for you. And I was like, all right. So it's just because I live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. Well, at least you have something to look forward to once it comes out. Because it'll, um, there's like, I'll probably buy it on Blu-ray even without having like seen it already. I'll probably just pick it up. Yeah, this this is like an insta buy because like whenever G Kids I think puts it on Blu-ray, like I'm 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 insta buying it. Yeah, I'm a little surprised the distribution is not as uh, widespread as I thought it would be because G Kids has the license for it, and G Kids also has uh, they they wisely managed to get that uh that Hayao Miyazaki license that they're gonna hold onto with diamond hands until the sun burns out. But mm-hmm. uh, the that you know that they do every even my local theater has has Miyazaki summer festival stuff. So I'm surprised they're not kind of using all their outlets. And I say I live in the middle of nowhere, but I live in a city of like two hundred and fifty thousand people. Like we're not it's not a small town. Yeah, and I I live kind of in a suburby area, so like I was kind of surprised that like there, there was like showings for at least a week, so I was like kind of excited to see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It feels like uh, feels like two steps forward, one step back, because we had like Bell and a couple other. There was another anime movie last year that got a wide release, and like those, my local theater had showings for. And then wasn't uh, it like when like Faith Say Night was coming out when there was like maybe like one or two showings like total or something? I I remember I remember driving to, I remember driving to Daily City to watch uh to watch uh Heaven's Heaven's Field Part Three because and this was like in the middle of the like still in the grip of the pandemic so I was going in wearing like two masks and there was like barely anybody in the theater which I totally understand why. And it probably wasn't the wisest decision for me to go sit in that movie theater. But also, I had been, like, the ending to part two had been, like, gnawing at me for literal years. <laughs> I, had to go, I had to go resolve that. Anyway. Second, second movie that I probably also won't be able to watch. Let me, I'm literally... You gotta check, because right this now. movie hasn't come out yet. I actually got to watch it at Anime Expo. I think this is the, yes, I, I think I sent you, like, a trailer just to kind of take a look. Um, but I am, I am excited. Yeah. So this hasn't come out yet. By the way, we are not bought by G kids in any way. Um, this just so happens to also be, uh, distributed by G kids cause they tend to get a ton of movies. So, uh, okay. Disclaimer. You know, my local theater, you know, what my local theater does have, hmm. it is going to be showing bleach the movie Hellverse anniversary edition and dragon ball super superhero. So we get anime films. We're just not getting the ones I want to watch. That's gonna be good, dude. Superhero's gonna make like so much money. 
I I don't watch Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z at all, so I I couldn't care less. I, I know, but like, just think about like all the money that they made from like My Hero Academia and stuff. Yeah, and knowing like there's so many people who like like for for perspective, Licorice Recoil uh, has has made like kind of like top ten overall um, for the season, which is yeah. significant because that's like if you're including. Um, streaming numbers compared to like Dragon Ball Z or One Piece or like things that are making like infinite dollars that are just the yeah. major powerhouse animations that are just long running. Um, so like it's really rare having like basically an anime original like cracking that top ten. That's not like an established thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so and I was gonna say like yeah, Dragon Ball Super is gonna make a ton of money. It's gonna make a ton of. I I have no doubt that it will. It's just that it's not gonna get any of my money. Yeah. Uh, now that you're talking about um, Hirawaka fans, uh, I need to I need to send you a tweet that is. Oh my. Oh god. Oh god. Uh, it it it's it's one of those things that makes you go like I'm. This is why I don't tell people I'm an anime fan. Oh well, I'm gonna not talk about that then i'm gonna that's fine <laughs> let's no I, no it's it's something i'm gonna send to you and you and i are both gonna have a chuckle and that'll be the end of it and like someone else like on the other end is just gonna be just staring in the void like what could it have been what could it have been uh check check uh, that's only if i can find is it. it is it on your twitter timeline because maybe you could like i i don't think it is i'm looking through my liked uh tweets i don't think i liked it okay so. well if you go to your account at konochioda then you probably could be able to find it um, in any case, the next movie is uh, Goodbye Donglies, uh, which yeah. is scheduled to be in theaters uh, September, uh, according to the YouTube channel. September, September 14th, my local theater is showing it. I'm September so excited. I'll 14th, actually be able to watch 18th it. 18th and yeah. the 20th in big, big caps only. Only. Oh, only, only those three days. So you have... You have three days, but that's like a Wednesday, uh, what, Sunday? A Wednesday, a, a Sunday, and a Tuesday. So that's well, that's very strange. Uh, admit it, Tuesday, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are, are low traffic days for that. Like, even in a, mm-hmm. like, if you look at the restaurant business, Tuesday, I think, is the least busy day. I had a friend that used to work at a pizza parlor, and he's like, yeah, I can usually leave early and bring mm-hmm. free, free pizza because Tuesdays are so slow. And that's when we had our meeting. So he's like, "Yeah, I'll just bring some pizza to our to our uh, to our scout meetings." Mm-hmm. Yeah, D- Goodbye Donglies is, is going to be a good film. I saw it in Anime Expo over the, that weekend. They premiered it there. Um, it's made by the same director from Place Further Than the Universe. Further than the Universe. Uh, Atsuko Ishizuka. Uh, I think so. And like you can kind of tell, like from some of the, the visuals and stuff, like the lighting is just man. He really likes, or she really likes the uh, celestial art you know um yeah it's like very present in that um the main story kind of follows like three friends that are part of themselves they're called themselves the donglies it's just like kind of their their misfit gang group you know high school and so they they've just kind of been their own friends and then one day they end up getting blamed for starting a forest fire oh um <laughs> America moment. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm thinking just literally us having grown up on the West Coast being like, yep, nope, it's on fire again. It's like a, oops, we were setting off firecrackers, but actually we weren't, but they think that we did, and we have to somehow prove that we didn't by finding kind of like where our lost drone went. Um, 
So the main thing is like it's it's very much like Stand by Me, a very very coming of age story going into it. Um, Excellent, very very emotional film. Like I think it um, very beautiful kind of film and idea, kind of showing some people having some of their insecurities, um, kind of pushing forward. Really really enjoyable friendship, and I really like this film. I thought it was a really good film and by the end of it i was i was crying it's that it's got that because it's the whole made made place further than the universe vibe it's like yeah okay so here's the thing about a place further than the universe it is a very emotional show absolutely um i uh i uh, i found the ending theme to stream on apple music you have to like go digging for it it's through like a compilation of like any song from that like particular anime season it was a huge pain to try to find which is why most people just go and Google it on a, like, or look it up on YouTube or something. But I was in the basement of Kobe Mini Mart, and they just had anime episodes playing on the TV downstairs. This was for, like, a club event. And I was, like, I turned around to look at the, look at the screen, and this is after I'd known Medi for a while, and he was trying to get me to watch the show, because I just hadn't. And he's like, James, you gotta watch it. It's so good. And I turned to look, and it's, like, the most emotional part of the show at the very end uh it's been out now so i don't it's been out for a while now so i don't care about spoilers but literally my first introduction was the scene where the emails just start appearing in the computer and that was the old like the only context i had and Medi's like james no like i was ruining for myself and admittedly i think his overreaction was the thing that like set in stone like ah this is the dramatic climax which means when we actually got to it when we were watching it in the club uh I probably didn't feel as as emotionally destroyed as I probably should have been. That's but that's I really funny, it. but it's also his fault because had he not had he not said that was a huge spoiler and you should feel X for this or like this yeah. this emotion, like it's it's a uh, that's his fault. Yeah. Uh so Medi, if you're listening, I don't think you actually do listen to our podcast, which is kind of funny considering you used to be on it. It's all your fault. And that's what I'm gonna. I'm standing by that. I would be careful because sometimes people do listen on on our stuff, and they'll they'll message me on some of the stuff like privately, James. So like, you gotta be. Uh, Ooh. You can't like a hundred percent trash talk Medi right now. He, I I he can't. will definitely like he'll he'll. It's find okay. I'll be I'll be plugging something <laughs> for him. I'll be. I'll be plugging something for him uh, after after and as our next topic because since we're talking about movies, a thing popped into my brain, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I also forgot to write down the timestamp for this, so I got to go back and re-listen, which is very exciting. But um, uh, where were we? Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, knowing that it kind of tugs on the same heartstrings. I am looking forward to having my heart ripped out through my eyes. What so um. I'll just have to do what I did the the recreate the situation of the last time I cried to an anime film, which was uh, have a drink while I'm watching it. Uh, I think that that breaks down the barriers a little bit and makes me a more ready and more prepared to be hurt. That definitely helped me with Inu O because I remember like I was I was so thirsty, so I got like it was like the first time I came and I was like, please just get me the frozen margarita. I had a really long day at work at that point, yeah. And so I was just like ah mildly tipsy in there and then the music started i was just like you kind of just like i'm trying hard not to have this like moment in this theater when there's like maybe like two other people in this theater yeah. right next to me, but i'm like yo who's is... that guy losing it because uh, i'm just like this is the greatest thing i've watched in so long like oh man there's another yeah. there's another really good clip from g kids i'm gonna i'm gonna send a link 
on that. I'll be I'll be just be putting all these links into the uh, yeah no these are but, um, uh, yeah exactly yeah no my first my first time crying in the movie theater was also like after a long day at work I went with Quok and with Miles to watch Machia. <laughs> I got I got, a, I got I got a hard cider and I think Miles got a beer and Quok doesn't drink. And so this is, I think we've, I've explained this on the podcast before, but this was the time when Quack was sitting between me and Miles and both of us are like ugly crying, but trying to keep the noise down. And he's just kind of sitting there being like, what's wrong with these people that I'm watching this movie with? <laughs> oh, iconic. iconic. I love Machia. I need to go out and buy a Blu-ray player so I can watch it again now that I'm here. Uh, Cause I don't have one. And by Blu-ray player, I mean PS4. So I can also play Persona 5. That That's a good, that's a good investment. I'm trying to find one uh, right now. It looks like they're running somewhere around like 280, 290 for uh, for used ones at uh, Best Buy and GameStop. So uh, I will be I'm saving up money for that because I got to buy a new uh, laptop for school first because. Uh, oh, things got more difficult and I can't keep lugging around my old eight year old laptop because it's really big and cumbersome now. And now that I have a proper desktop, the laptop no longer serves its function. Of being my primary computer. But anyway, yes, everybody go watch it. Uh, this is your warning. Like, even if I'm really late about uploading the podcast episode, you will still have like a week's warning. So everybody go watch this movie. Mm-hmm. One more movie thing. And this is this is old news that is also new news. The Review Starlight movie is going to be available to stream on High Dive. They had a theatrical release on sunday june 4th and no 4th 5th what day the, uh no the 11th was a saturday which means that the 4th was a saturday which means that the 5th was a sunday june 5th and also i think on the 4th maybe i'm not entirely sure they had a weekend release basically at the beginning of june i know about it because i couldn't go because i that was the day that i left into the woods and I was super mad about it, and so <laughs> I am super stoked because it's finally time for me to watch it uh, legally. Um, and so it's really good. It's going to be available for streaming. If you watch the anime, uh, you will need to... This It's so good. Uh, every, if you like the show, you're going to like the movie. It has a very good collection of songs. Um, it's got a much more... If you are small brain like I am, you understand the messages of the show a little bit better because they have to compress it into like two hours or an hour and 45 minutes or whatever. So you'll be able to understand it a little better. Mind you, if you're watching the show, understanding does not necess- is not a requirement for enjoyment. You can enjoy it and not understand all the tiny like subtle clues they're trying to get, but they're less subtle in the movie, which is kind of neat. Also, there's a really cool train. There's a couple really cool trains in it. So look forward to the anime on rails on that once I finally get my act together and start writing those again. Uh, but watch the Review Starlight movie on High Dive. The subs are good enough. I love how I got a Discord notification as soon as I finished that last sentence, which makes it sound like Medi is trying to... He's, all, he's listening in on it. He's, like, yeah, he's better, listening in. That was literally him in a group chat. Yeah, he was... That's unrelated, but Oh my yeah. gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, three movies that you should watch. Yeah, watch them whenever you can. Please. Whenever you can. The the Review Starlight movie should be lowest on your uh, urgency list because it'll be available for streaming. But uh, Inuo, check. They have a website. I think it's literally like inu-oh.com. Like, and you can literally just look up where 
your nearest screening, if they have one, is. Uh, it's just a, you know, you type in a city or a zip code or whatever. Um, and then the Goodbye Don Glees, uh, just check your local theater. I think they might also have a, a theater locator for the website. Uh, but that one's coming out in a couple weeks. You know, it might be out. In, I think it's out like now. So jump on that. Jump on it and now. And then, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the Review Starlight movie is going to be available for streaming. So uh, just whenever, just grab that high dive account and uh, and watch it. Heck, even if you don't have a high dive account, just get it. Get a free trial and just watch it. It's one movie. It's not like, you know, you get like 30 days or 14 days or whatever for free. So unless you really, really pace yourself, you're not going to run out of time on that free trial to watch this movie. Yep. Yeah. Do you have any other closing thoughts besides just watch um, these movies? Cause... That's that's all I've really got is is kind of closing thoughts. Uh, is yeah, just watch movie it good. Um, if there's anything that you would like for us to do for podcast stuff, if you want us to review a show, I'm I'm totally down for us to do like a review of just the homework is we have to go watch a show or watch a movie. Uh, so if anybody wants to force us. I'm really bad at watching shows, but if you force me to do it for the podcast, I will do it. Uh, yeah, so we have we have a pod, the the official Twitter account. Maybe we can have them like add us on. I'll the I'll account. leave a tweet that you can just reply to and just like, hey, if you want us to review a show or a movie, just drop it. Uh, mind you, an anime show or movie, like we're not gonna. I review... I. I mean, unless you're just like you gotta really watch the boys because I've been I'm at season two right now and like that oh, is a that is, is a so good. really good show. So I'll definitely it watch. Is very good. I need to watch season three. It came out while I was in the woods. I keep saying like while I was in the woods, it this while I was in the woods that. But I was gone for like two months. Apparently, so much happens in two months. Oh my god! Like yeah, it's a uh, in this in this day and age, things happen a lot. They move lot so of... fast, so fast. <laughs> so yeah, uh, watch those movies. Watch the boys. Um, what is our what is our account so we could have our let's plug our socials and then wrap up so we have yeah i mean we have um i think our twitter is antitranspod or atpod i don't remember yeah it's it's at antitranspod uh you can find my socials as at konochioda uh i mostly talk about public housing and trains and sometimes anime yeah you can find me i'm nico at nico the neko um i have a picture of the funny cat um <laughs> so so that already tells you that i'm one of those people but also i've had that for like since i had my account so I'm yeah gonna, I'm i mean gonna... i've had my i've had my profile picture for when it was, ever since i think boogie pop the the new boogie pop came out yeah so um, so neko arc is cool y'all neko arc good uh thank you again for listening and we will see you next time this might be we're gonna try to record we're making up for lost time here, is what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. It's just time. Okay. Thank you, everyone. All righty. Goodbye. Thank you. See ya.